0: hello everybody uh welcome back to the essential sports pod uh ooh, ooh. we're sorry about last week uh you know technical difficulties then couldn't record episode um but we're back two episodes this week um yeah double trouble this week Do- double trouble <laughs> uh oh, so dope. this week this first episode this week uh we're just gonna go over the month of April, uh, not just Cardinals. We're going to talk about player of the month in each um, each league, conference, the pitcher of the month, rookie of the month, reliever of the month, and then we're just going to get into some players that have caught our eyes. Yes, so without further ado, uh, I think we should just get right into it. And start with the American League Player of the Month, Matt Chapman. What you guys been seeing from him?
1: Dude, well,
2: first I like to say that him and Arenado were teammates in high school. I would not want to face those boys. Like at all. But yeah, bro. Matt Ch- Matt Chapman uh definitely deserves it. If you look at his baseball savant page, like all his numbers are just like through the roof. Like hitting good, seeing the ball well. Every time he puts it in play, it's getting hit hard. Hitting it all over the field. Uh, yeah, that Blue Jays team is good. You know, you don't you don't really expect for him to be at the top of the list as far as their best players with Vladdy and like Boba Bichette, but he's been on fire, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh,
1: you got it. You got it. Um, yeah, I mean, leading all hitters uh,
3: in OPS, WRC+, and f WAR. I mean, yeah, Chavin's been all over the place, it's been great.
0: I think yeah. it's, he's been playing unbelievable, I mean, yeah, he's got a WRC+, of 219, uh, average is yeah. 100, and then f WAR 2.0, is insane, honestly uh He also is hitting three seventy two and he 's on base about half the time with four fifty nine um yep. and something caught my eye that I really liked is his hard hit rate is sixty seven point one percent and the average is thirty four percent so he 's not just hitting singles and stuff he 's hitting it hard and it they could be singles but he's he 's squaring them up,
2: yeah. I'm looking at his baseball savant page, his average exit V-low, woba barrel percentage, heart hit rate, slugging percentage are all at the 100% out. So that just means he's absolutely locked in right now. Like He's hitting he's hitting 349 with 434 OBP and then an OPS over 1,000, you know. That's an MVP season right there, so. Yeah, if he keeps it up, he's definitely an MVP conversation.
0: Yeah, he's in the top one percent of exit velocity when he hits the ball. So yeah. that's yeah, that's insane.
2: And he's known for his glove. Like he's a very good defensive yeah. third baseman. So he's just been on the MVP level to start the season, definitely.
0: And I also, I mean, I wouldn't say it was expected, uh, like this, these numbers to be here. But, I mean, he's always been good. I mean, last season he was pretty good. Um, I'm pretty sure he got a player of the month last season as well towards the end or maybe in the middle of the season. So, hey, Matt Chapman just doing his thing.
2: Yeah, man. So,
0: moving on to the other side, to the National League uh, player of the month, Ronald Acuna Jr., Uh, very exciting player. Uh, especially yeah. running those bases. He's got thirteen stolen bases. Uh yeah. What do you guys think? What you guys looking at? I
2: think I think what what I really think of is uh you know, this season there was a lot of uh rule changes with MLB, a lot like bigger bases and pitch clock and stuff like that. And I think when you think of those rules, you think of him as someone that can really uh capitalize off something like that. Like having the bigger bases and stuff, you know he's a five tool guy, so that'll give him more reason to run. He hits the ball to all fields. he's super exciting player, has a good arm, good power, good speed, so just a full package, you know, and he's putting it all together this month so far.
1: yeah, I think um, obviously,
3: we've known him for his offensive. Uh, capabilities from the batter's box but I think the um, and maybe it is the rule changes that contributed to it but I think the addition of being able to steal bases
1: like this is uh, a really good addition to his game
2: yeah over over his first six seasons he's averaged a 281 average 374 on base and an OPS of 894 And in this first month, his OPS is all the way at 982. So, he was already known to be a great hitter, but he's been better than what he has been. Like Yeah. The the XAV lows, all are above 95%. Barrel rate at 87, which is lower than other numbers, but still obviously elite. He hasn't been striking out a lot from what I'm seeing. Um, when, When you have a guy like that he's seeing the ball well he's very dangerous and he's a good outfielder too so
0: yeah that arm's crazy yeah. out there yeah, yeah he's uh yes. number two in stolen bases uh right now with 15 counting the two he got in may um and yeah i mean he's people like him and also i look at corbin carroll who is i mean it, it is technically his rookie season but he did play a little bit last season um so i think all these guys who are super fast like tommy edman as well they're yeah. benefiting from these big bases cuz you know i mean it's 4 inches less that you got to run and that's i mean baseball is a game of i feel like it's millimeters at times maybe even less than that yeah. um so yeah
3: i think i think also the uh the pickoff rule is really underrated you know like if you take your lead and the pitcher throws you know goes to pick you off, then he can't for the rest of that at bat. So, I mean, it's like you bait the one pick off and then I would just take, like, a massive lead, you know, next. I feel like we're going to see some crazy stolen base numbers um, this year. Oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. And that's what the fans wanted to see, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, baseball was kind of getting to a point where it was like home run or bust. And I know, I know chicks dig the long ball, but, you know, the for the fans like us, we love to see the stolen bases and the outfield assists and, like, people being more active on the base pass and pitchers, like, having to lock in and stick to a game plan. I think it's good.
0: Yeah, I think, honestly, it's – I mean, it's. I think it's done way more good than bad with these changes. Um, I mean, obviously, people yeah. – I mean, I feel like it's more the older generation that don't really appreciate the road changes, um, but, yeah. you know, you got to adapt to, you know, people not, especially the younger generation not being as concentrated, like, on something for as long. Um, so, you know, easily get distracted. So I think more, you know, more excitement and more yeah. movement and all oh, more hits, more home runs, and shorter games too. Yeah. I think it's it's good.
2: Yeah, one thing I wanted to say was, like, with with rule changes and stuff like that, people are always going to be like, "Oh, I don't like this." Before like they actually see it come to fruition. Because I remember a while ago, and I remember they were talking about it on the broadcast last night when I was watching the Cubs and Cardinals game. Like a few years ago, we didn't have all the nets and stuff like in foul territory, and like when the when the nets came around, people were like, "Oh, we're not going to be able to see like the game." Blah 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 like. And now everyone loves it, so you know just just give people time. you know people always hate the rule until they just adapt
0: so
1: yeah
0: yeah, the thing is like they've they've had these rules, but not just like yeah. just in the minor leagues, and mm-hmm. you know i've I've personally never heard any complaints or anything from either the players or like accounts that I follow of of minor leagues uh, teams. Right. And, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, I think it's just gotta give them time. I feel like next year it'll be like nothing happened and it's just normal. Um,
1: exactly. Maybe, maybe
0: even, uh, maybe even by half the season, because I recently, I watched something, uh, it might've been on Twitter or something that, um, like the number of clock pitch violations, uh, has like gone down drastically after one month of play. Um, So, I think it's also the players getting used to it as well pretty quickly. Yeah, I agree. So, moving on to uh, the pitchers of the month. Uh, American League Pitcher of the Month, Garrett Cole. Um, Personally, I know that Addison, I feel like, I don't think Addison's a big fan of Garrett Cole. Uh, So, I want to hear from Addison on this one first.
3: Well, I mean, we know Garrett Cole's a stud. Like... I I respect his game. Um although I do throw up a little a little asterisk on him because uh you know, after the sticky stuff ban last year, we saw his spin rate drop off exponentially. So it was like, Alright, buddy, like clearly you were on the stuff. You know? Um, so you know, I think he's a cheater, but um you know, obviously we got we got pitch checks now, and you know he's dominating still. So you kind of got to tip the cap to him. Um, I think uh, I think he does get a little rattled, which would annoy me if I was a Yankee fan. Like right now, he's not giving up runs, which is great. But like every time I seem to watch him, and he gives up like one or two runs, all of a sudden he's given up, like, six runs because it just gets to him. And um, I don't know. I think I think that would drive me a little crazy if I was a Yankees fan, but. Um,
1: yeah, also, yeah. Uh,
2: wasn't he on the Astros team that cheated? Or am I, like?
1: Gary Cole. Where
3: did Gary Cole I come mean, from? I don't. No, know. I thought he was on the Cleveland teams.
2: No, he was on the Astros for a while. He was on the
3: Astros? Yeah. See, you, man. That's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, so
2: that's what I, when I heard you say cheater, I thought of the Astros and I'm like, oh, him and the Astros jersey. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's been, he's been lights out. Like you said, he's a, he's a top of the rotation guy. Uh, I think it's even more impressive that pitchers can even do good in Yankee Stadium given how small the field is like True. um i feel like i feel like you got to give props to them for that but you know looking at his stats he has a 209 era 101 whip and he has 51 in his pitch and he's striking out he struck out 58 guys so that looks like a pretty good k-rate to me you know i feel like he strikes out a lot of guys uh very hard to hit throws hard as a starter that's always a plus
0: so yeah in the month of april he i mean only let up five runs Um in yeah. 34 innings which is kind of that's insane that's dope yes yeah, uh and he also had it one complete game which yeah, that doesn't usually mm-hmm. happen anymore because people you know players get pulled when like even under 100 pitches nowadays um right so that's kind of rare to see. So, you know, he probably especially, had a really good game.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially when you throw throwing as hard as he does. I feel right. like that would be more of a reason for the manager to pull him. But hey, props to him, man. He's doing great so far. Yeah.
0: As a starting pitcher, having an opponent batting average of 172 is also insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on to yeah. the National League. um, Pitcher of the month, Clayton Kershaw. It yeah, seems like this guy just doesn't age, man. My God, he's still insane. He doesn't throw hard at all, but he's just really good at putting it where he wants it. Um, pitched 38 innings, only let up 8 runs. He also had an <coughs> opponent batting average of 175. Um, and yeah, he struck out 41 to his 5 walks. It's insane.
2: Yeah, uh, the game that he pitched against us, he was carving us up. Uh, I think he had like seven innings and he only allowed two hits. So, yeah, he had yeah, a perfect, I'm a
0: perfect game at like the fifth.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: uh,
2: Hall of Famer, man. Like, you, you got to give him, give him his props. He stayed with one team. Yeah. He's not super flashy. He just goes out there and goes about his business. He's been doing it for so long. You know, like you said, it feels like he doesn't age at all. He's 35 and is still at the top of his game. Um, the, last, the last few seasons have been kind of worse than where they were for him. But before that, you know, like he was maybe one of the best pitchers in history as far as stats. So him kind of showing people that he still got it at this age is what's impressive to me.
1: Yeah, Kershaw is, uh, for me, he's like the flip side
3: of Garrett Cole. Like, I've always loved Kershaw's game. Um, You know, I I think he's probably probably my favorite pitcher from that sort of generation. Those kind of um or his age group like the guys like Verlander and Scherzer, Kershaw, yeah. like that that generation of pitchers, I think it, it's been Kershaw because I, I think he's kind of the opposite of Garrett Cole. Like, you know, the guy you've never heard I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Kershaw. You know, like yeah. like uh Scherzer's teammates are like this guy's crazy. Like uh you know he's he's like a psychopath And like Zach Greenke's teammates, kind of the same way. Like, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Clayton Kershaw. And I, you know, I don't know. I just always liked him. I'm glad that he's kind of having a little resurgence here. I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: uh, I'm looking at his baseball savant page. The only things that are in the blue for him is fastball velocity, which is, of course, expected with Kershaw. And then, His curveball spin, which is surprising to me, but he still gets so much swing and miss on the curveball because it's just so filthy. So, yeah, man, uh, he got a 93% chase rate, so batters are expanding the zone. I feel like the at-bat is uncomfortable versus him because of the little high leg kick, and then you don't really know what he can throw. He can throw everything for a strike, so yeah man Hall of Famer
0: yeah hopefully just with Clayton I feel like he just needs to stay healthy cause I mean at this point of the season he's already pitched a third of what he's pitched the la- uh, like each of the last two seasons um cause the last two seasons he's got 125 innings pitched in each one um uh, I mean he still had a 2.28 ERA last season but I mean if he could just stay healthy and pay- pitch a little more than that um uh, I think uh, think it'd be great. Also,
2: one last thing about him, his last two starts, it looked like he's been getting
1: hit a little bit. Uh oh, okay, never mind. Okay. He had one bad and against the Padres, gave up four
2: runs and four. Okay. That's decent. That's decent.
3: That's tough though, because that's the Padres, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, of course.
0: All right. We'll go into the rookie of the month. Um, on the American League side, it was Josh Jung. Jung, Jung. I don't know. How I think to it's speak. Young. Oh, it's Young. Okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. Young. Think it's really? young. Okay. Yeah. okay. Interesting. My fault on that. Um, he has. I mean, his average and on base percentage isn't crazy. I mean, he's hitting two seventy eight with a three twenty seven on base percentage, um, but. He did lead all American League rookies in home runs with six and most among all rookies in RBIs with 21. Um, actually, he also led the AL rookies in hits and in total bases. So, I mean, he's getting at bats, honestly. I mean, if he's not hitting that much and he's still leading and uh, all those things, I mean, it seems like he's playing yeah. out there every day. He's doing pretty good. At-
2: yeah, um... I think – no, actually, I know so. The Texas Rangers, they've been doing good this year. They're 21 and 13 so far this year. Uh, looks like he's kind of a middle-of-the-order guy for them, uh, being a run producer, slugging a, a lot. His slash line is 252, 299 on base percentage, which you would hope would go up. But his slugging is 488, which is close to 500, which is very good. So – yeah, it looks like he's barreling up a lot of baseballs and hitting the ball fairly well. His his whiff rate is not too good, and defense doesn't look the best.
1: But, hey, he's a rookie, man. He's 25. He's showing promise so far. Yeah, Josh uh, Young's been one of the guys that um... – has kind of been on my radar
3: coming up through the minors. Um, I think we saw a little bit of him last year. Maybe I could be wrong on that. Um, but I've always, I've just liked him because I think his swing looks just so effortless. Like he's just tearing the cover off of baseballs, but like it doesn't even look like he's swinging that hard. Like, yeah. He just he hammers baseballs. It's pretty awesome. And I'm I'm glad to see that he's uh producing at the uh major league level. Yeah, man. He got
2: drafted in 2019 and it's only 2023 obviously. So, he still has room to grow, but when you're when you're barreling up the baseball and you're every time you do hit it, you're hitting it hard like can't complain about that, especially from a rookie on a winning team. So, yeah, man, I think he's very deserving of it so far.
0: Agreed. Um, moving on to the National League Rookie of the Month. Uh, you know, at the start of the season, I kind of hoped it was my guy, Jordan Walker. But we all know what happened there. Um, yeah. It is Rookie of the Month for the National League is James Outman uh, from the L.A. Dodgers. He hit two eighty nine yeah. in April with three sixty six on base percentage. Um Had six home runs and WRC plus of 164, which is top 15 among all hitters, not just rookies. Um, And he also had OPS in the top 15. Um, So yeah, there's a rookie on a, on the pretty much, I'm pretty sure he's an everyday player for the Dodgers now. Um, And he's in that five, six hole every day, every day. So, you know, he's, he's doing pretty good for himself.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at him, well, first feeling that I get from him, he's exactly what they wanted from Cody Bellinger, and they're getting the discounted version, but the better version at the same time. Out of him,
1: yeah. uh, he,
2: his, his on-base percentage is at 367, so to me, that's saying that he's getting his walks, and also while slugging over 570, which is insane. Like... That's like an MVP level slugging. Um, also, his sprint speed is rated at 86, and his arm strength is rated at 93. So, he has been one of the best center fielders in baseball so far, based on what I'm seeing. Um, hitting, it, hitting it everywhere. His hit chart looks pretty good. Um, yeah, man, he looks good. I've I've heard about him through the system for a while now, so I'm excited that he's uh, finally up and showing what he can do because he's a good player.
1: I think think it totally
3: kind of caught me by surprise. I think if you had told me at the beginning of the season that uh, Dodger was going to win Rookie of the Month, but it wasn't going to be uh, Vargas or Bobby Miller, I'd have called you crazy. Um, He kind of he was not really on my radar, um, I guess coming into the season, but um, absolutely torched the Cardinals. I know that um, in the yeah. series against them, nice but Cardinals. yeah, I mean it's been kind of um, it's been. I mean it's been good for the Dodgers. I, I think your Cody Bellinger comparison is great. Um, I think I think Bellinger, you know one of those guys like I just I wish he would bounce back from that injury I hope he can um he seems to be having a decent year in Chicago yeah. right now which yeah. has been really good to see I was I was a big fan of him um coming out um his rookie year but um yeah so I mean if we can see another like prime Cody Bellinger talent I think that'll be really fun to watch
2: yeah, actually, actually, Cody Bellinger has been very similar to James Altman. Uh, Cody Bellinger right now has a 920 OPS and Outman, I believe, had a 937. It's just, you know, Cody Bellinger got paid by the Cubs, I think, 18 million per year. And, you know, Outman is a rookie, so he's on rookie type contract. So, you know, getting that little bit better production from the cheaper guy, you know, that works for the Dodgers. But of course the Cubs aren't lacking with what they got either. So yeah, it's been good for both of them, honestly.
0: Yeah. So moving on to the American league reliever of the month, Felix Bautista. Um, he's pitched well in the month of April, he pitched 12.2 innings, only let up one run. Um, the opponent's own base um average is one fifty two. Oh batting average is one fifty two, sorry about that. Uh and he also something that stood out to me is he is striking the strikeout percentage is forty two point six, which is top one percent of the league. Gross. Uh so he's pretty much striking people out half the time they come up to the plate. Um uh and his whiff rate is also forty six point four percent um which is also insane because the average is 23.3 um so yeah he's been lights out it seems like
2: yeah i'm looking at it he's pitched 15.2 so far this year and he struck out 29 guys so that's pretty filthy but uh i think this is his second season in the mlb and he's always been known to be a strikeout guy, and having that in the back of your bullpen is just always ideal. Um, yeah, he throws hard. He gets a lot of whiffs on his pitches. Uh, can't really barrel him up. Uh, it seems like he struggles sometimes with his command, but when guys are whiffing at the pitches, you know, that can kind of make up for some of the control when the ball looks like it's going to come in the zone, and it just doesn't so yeah. Also, he's six foot eight, two hundred and eighty five pounds. Like <laughs> that can be a comfortable. It's yeah, huge. So yeah,
1: good for him, man. Come on to the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I think. Uh, go um, ahead. I was
2: just gonna say I was just playing, but go ahead.
3: I think um, you know he was another guy that. I really wasn't. Well, I really wasn't paying attention to the Orioles very much. I thought, you know, I thought they had a pretty solid season last year, uh, and I thought they would certainly be um, in line for a little bit of improvement with a full year of uh, Adley Rushman. But uh, they they come out hot this year. They are really, you know, they're really getting it done up there in Baltimore. So, um, yeah, I mean. It's great. Well-deserved.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: just myself, I have been paying attention to the Orioles a little bit. Not really, like, the players and their stats, but just, like, them as a franchise overall, because we know they've been bad for so long, like, so long. And last year, they really, they overperformed last year. They were on the cusp of the playoffs. I don't think they made it, but the fact that they were even competitive was showing that they were turning things around, and, they got guys like Adley, you said, and Santander, and Austin Hayes, and Felix Bautista, and yeah. Also, friend, I wanted to say, you know, us following Jack on Snapchat. You know, he's an Orioles fan.
0: Yep.
2: So, yeah, kind of, kind of been seeing, seeing it from his lens too. But yeah, they've been good so far this year.
0: Yeah, always good to see a, a team that's been struggling lately to pick it back up especially last season when they exploded uh, which seemed yeah. like they were going to make it to the playoffs at at one point in the season but unfortunately fell short.
2: Um, American League is tough.
0: Yeah. So, moving on to the last one, the National League uh reliever of the month, Josh Hader, um who really struggled last season. Uh he also got traded to the Padres last season in the middle uh, which seemed like a crazy move by the Brewers, um, but I mean, I guess it was a good move in the moment. But now it seems like it's coming back to bite them. Um, so he pitched 13 innings, only lit up one run. Um, he had 10 save opportunities and saved each one of them. Uh, it's the MLB best 10. He has 10 saves, which is MLB best. Um, and his opponent batter batting averages. Point zero nine three. So, what you guys seen from Josh Hader?
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's getting back to what he was. You know, with the Brewers, like you said, he struggled last year. But everyone knows when Josh Hader is on and when his stuff is where it needs to be. He's very good. Like that delivery is very deceptive, and lefties in general aren't hard to pick up in the first place. So, yeah. He has the most saves, which I feel like that could have been predicted just based on, like, his stature, like him being one of the best relievers in baseball. Um, Yeah, looking at his numbers, everything looks good so far. Guys aren't really slugging off of him. They're not hitting the ball hard off of him, He's striking out a lot of guys. He's getting a lot of guys to whiff. Fastball velocities at the 87 percentile, which is pretty good. Obviously, it's not the max, but you don't need the max velocity,
1: you know. So,
2: yeah, man, one of the best relievers in baseball. I think he's kind of proving people wrong. Um, you know, people love to hate on the Padres because, you know, the Padres love themselves, like, and they think they're going to be the World Series champions. So, you know, people love to hate on the Padres when they don't do good, but Good for him, man. Good for him, shutting him down.
1: Yeah, I think as Cardinals fans, we've known that Josh Hader's been that
3: guy for a long time. Um and I was happy that he got traded uh out of our division. It'd be great if he could have gone to the to the AL. But um yeah, I mean, I think it was a weird season last year seeing Josh Hader not be on point like he normally is, but um, i'm glad to see he's bounced back uh at least you know you don't you don't know really why uh guys have down years or random off years but some guys you know they can't get back to where they were because of that mental hump to get over and i'm glad that he's able to bounce back from that
2: yeah like you got to think about it like this these guys are humans and he went through so much last year like being traded the brewers were contending last year and they decided to trade him, which i know that couldn't have been good for his morale like thinking why did i get traded i think they were trying to sustain long-term success like use the cardinals model and uh i'm not sure how the pieces have been doing that they got back in the trade but uh for the Padres' side, yeah, obviously they're reaping the benefits of picking them up. Uh, yeah, man, he's just he's just human. And also, another thing, like, relievers, relievers don't get a lot of innings. Like, when you really think about it, at the end of the year, they might get, like, 60, 70 innings. And if seven of those innings go really bad, then that can really look very bad on them. But, you know, he's showing he is that guy. Right
0: now, so Yeah. I mean as he's always been, I'm glad he's back to where he used to be. Um uh, always hate seeing players struggle, obviously, especially, you know, Arenado right now, but you know, he's he's getting back. He's getting back. Um yeah. yeah, a little bit. So we're gonna go into a little intermission, uh move on to our confidence meter uh segment. So we'll be right back. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome back. Um, We are going to do our confidence meter segment. Um, This episode, we're going to go over uh, all these players we just talked about and how confident we are that um, they can keep these numbers up. So let's go back up to the top and start out with Matt Chapman. Um, I honestly would give him a four. Um, I mean, I think he's that guy. He's definitely top third baseman in the league. Um, he showed that last season. He's showing it this season. Um, yeah, I fully expect him to keep up hitting the ball hard and getting on base.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I would have to say a four also. I'm not sure that he'll, like, continue to tear the cover off the ball like he has. Like I'm sure things will kind of start to come down slightly, but on the flip side, he's still up very good defensive third baseman. He's still a very good player. So, you can't really just say you expect him to just start doing worse. Um yeah, he started his career with Oakland, was a very good player for them and then he got the big contract with the Blue Jays. Kind of been rocky to start off, but uh um good. And then one last point, the Blue Jays, I don't know if you guys notice, but they changed the dimensions of their field. Like the out the outfield wall is like so much closer now. Like it's yes, it's like basically Yankee Stadium. Like I think I think left field is like 328. I was like, what? Like, but yeah, so maybe he will keep it up if he's playing
1: in that small of a ballpark. But uh
2: yeah, I'll probably say
1: four yeah I'm right there with you um I think a four is pretty good with him um I think obviously
3: we always see guys start off really hot and then once you get into the dog days and you know it's like July August uh, you'll see guys kind of start to
1: settle down a little bit um yeah.
3: but I mean I think I think barring anything major happening i yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't keep this going. Yeah.
2: Also I just looked at the dimensions. The lines are three twenty eight, center field is four hundred, and then in between those is three seventy five. So they definitely made the park smaller. Huh. Which is yeah. Interesting. But which can definitely help the offensive guys. But yeah. yeah.
0: I'm not trying to take anything away from Matt Chapman, obviously. Yeah.
2: No. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not.
0: Oh, but Yeah, moving on to – he's usually one of my favorite players every year, Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'd expect him to keep up the 3.52 average, um, but, I mean, I think he'll keep up the 13 stolen bases. So, I mean, I'd have to give him a four, probably three-and-a-half, because he's also just so good defensively. Um, uh, So, yeah, all three-and-a-half, four for me.
2: Yeah. I would probably have to say four or a five. If it's anybody that I'm going to give a five out of the guys we talked about, it would be a just because of how good he is as a player, how good he has been for a lot of years now. He's been in the MLB six seasons already, and he's 25. So, yeah, I would have to say I expect him to keep it up. Obviously, not the 350 like you said. And it's already down to three thirty-eight, so maybe we're doing a little bit of foreshadowing. But, uh, yeah, just whenever you come up against the Cardinals,
1: don't do that. But hey, keep it up, man. Keep it up. He's doing good. I'm I'm a little bit higher on Acuna. Maybe it is bias
3: because he is one of my favorite players. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a five. I think we're gonna see a, a really top tier season from him. I think. I think he's definitely my MVP favorite uh, for the National League right now. Um, yeah, I, I, I've really been impressed with what Acuna's been doing this year. So I'm going five. Yeah, yeah, man,
2: it's hard not to. Like, I'm looking at his baseball savant page. Everything is above 90s pretty much besides his outfielder jump and his outs above average. Everything else besides that is just all red. Like... And that's what you get with Acuna. You get five to a player, like put the ball in play, run fast, strong arm, good fielder. So, yeah, I definitely don't knock you for having him as MVP favorite because I could see that. But,
1: yeah, we'll see if he keeps it up. I hope he can because he's exciting to watch. All right, uh,
0: moving on to the pitchers here. Um, We got – Garrett Cole for the American League. Honestly, I'd give him three and a half. Uh, I'm not always high on Garrett Cole for some reason. I mean, he throws really hard. and He seems to have good months and good stretches, Uh, but sometimes, like uh, Addison said earlier, he seems to give give a few up every now and then, Uh, four or five it seems like, or they'll just hit home runs off of him. Um, So yeah, I'd give him a three, three and a half maybe.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll go second because I know, Addison, you probably want to end off because I know you got a strong opinion about him. But, uh, yeah, I'll probably say I'm somewhere in the middle. Like you guys said, uh, maybe a three, three and a half. You know that he's going to be a very, very good pitcher, one of the most unhittable pitchers when he's on. But like Addison said, he does get rattled sometimes. Uh. Which I guess is like the only blemish on his game, but uh, yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not really a Yankees fan, obviously, so i I hope he doesn't do good when we when we need him to do bad, but
1: uh sure, he's doing good so far, so probably three. I'm gonna I'm gonna go lower. I'm gonna go two
3: um, because Garrett Cole literally to me is always one bad start away from having a 10 ERA for like the next month. Um, and, and if it's if it's, if it's not Garrett Cole's fault, like he's also injury prone. Number one, which obviously we don't wish injuries on anybody, but uh, Garrett Cole like might have a little hip issue tomorrow, and it's like okay, and then he misses the next month and a half, or if it's not that, then it's the Yankees are going to Yankee, and you've got, like, Aaron Boone might just inexplicably sit him for, like, a couple, couple weeks because, you know, they just make strange moves over there. So, um yeah, no, I, my confidence in Gary Cole's is never up high.
2: So yeah. Just to end us off real quick, he did pitch on the 7th, which was two days ago, against the Rays, and he gave up.
3: Five runs. See you know what go. I'm saying? Okay, yeah. five runs. His next thing, he's giving up six. I'm calling it right now. I'm All telling right. you, so he gets one bad game in him and he's done. He's rattled. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Moving on to Clayton Kershaw on the National League side. Um, I think he'll keep it up, honestly. Uh, he, his numbers are always sub three at least. Um. <laughs> uh, so I think he'll keep it uh, under three, the ERA. Um, I just hope he doesn't get injured. So, um, yeah, I'll give him a, a four right, to Clayton. Yeah,
2: I'm going to go ahead and give Clayton a five, man. That's a Hall of Famer. He, I know the Cardinals have got to him in the past. I know us Cardinals fans are like, oh, Clayton Kershaw, we're not worried about him. We know what we do to him. But, like, his body of work is just – crazy at this point in his career he has a two four eight era in 16 seasons and a one whip which is insane i think i think i gotta give him his flowers by giving him a five man i hope he can keep it up obviously the health is a worrisome part of his game at this point but
3: yeah i'm gonna give him his flowers and give him a five um, I'm going to give him a four for only one reason that I wouldn't give him a five is because I think he'll do really great for the rest of the re- regular season. But as we all know, Clayton Kershaw does not show up in the postseason. Um, so I think, I think that would be really career defining if he could finally have like a, just a rock solid postseason, Um, and that's what I'm looking for out of him. That would be my goal um, for Clayton Kershaw at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's
0: right. fair. Well, moving on to the rookie of the month, uh, Josh Young. Um, I honestly have not followed Josh Young or the Rangers much this season. Uh, so I'd, I'd have to go just right in the middle at three. I mean, maybe three and a half cause he's leading all these rookies and all these different stats like home run RBI hits and total bases. Um, I don't know. I think if he just keeps playing, he'll keep up the good work. Um, he's also a rookie, though, so you never know. The rookies might fall into a slump every now and then.
2: Yeah, I am i don't want to be that guy, but I might give him like a two. Just looking at his baseball savant page, he strikes out a lot. He doesn't walk a lot. He chase, He chases a lot. He doesn't have a strong arm at third. It's just really he's barreling up a lot of stuff right now and slugging is coming along with that. Um, I know we talked about the average being at 252, but the on-base percentage is at 299, which to me means he's not walking a lot. Um, so maybe he's due for some negative regression, but I do know that he's one of the top prospects or was one of the top prospects in baseball. So, you know, with those guys, you can never really count them out. They do figure things out. He's 25. Can't count him out. So I'm going to probably say I'm, I'm going to give him a two and a half, two and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you at the two and a half spot. I think he – I really like his game, um, but he does seem to me like one of those guys um, that comes out of the minors just scorching hot, and then he definitely falls back down to earth. Um, and just the fact that he is a rookie kind of shows, um, or will show, I suppose. But, um, and I hope that doesn't affect him. I hope he doesn't, um, you know, I think you should look at what he's doing now and is like, that was really good. And that's where I can be. But like, I think he just needs to take things slow and take it in stride and kind of understand that like, Hey, you know, it's, it's the big leagues, you know? I was probably due for a, a regression, so.
2: Yeah, I haven't really been keeping tabs on all the teams in the AL, obviously, but his OPS is only at 787, so I'm sure if another rookie had a better OPS than that, they would have won it. Obviously, the rookie on the other side had like a 900 OPS, so uh, that's that's where I'm at. Like, he's decent so far but maybe it's just the lack of rookies that kind of awarded him that award not to take away from him uh,
0: yeah no i agree um he might be like a max max moncy type of type of guy strikes out a lot also hits hard a lot but yeah um yeah, yeah moving on to rookie of the month for national league uh james outman uh i mean he's on the he's on the dodgers i think he'll Obviously get playing time. Uh, he's got a 966 OPS. Uh, as you said, um, I think I'm big on Outman. Uh, I'd go 4.5 mm-hmm. um, with the WRC Plus being at 164, which is top 15 among all hitters, not just rookies. Um, yeah, I'd go 4.5. I guess I'm, I'm big on him.
2: Yeah, I'm big on him too. I might have to give him a 5 because... Uh, I think he's overperforming expectations. Obviously, you don't expect a a rookie to be this good, like that he's been thus far. Uh, I'm sure the OPS may come down into like the 800s, maybe, because it's at 937 right now. I'm not sure if he can sustain what he's been doing, but I am high on him. He has been a um, top prospect for a while, and I. Fran, I don't know if you remember last year when we used to play MLB, like, I had a James Altman card on my Diamond Dynasty team. I I love that card. Yeah, Their swing, his swing is so nice. Like, he runs fast, throws hard. So, yeah, he's. I think he's a, a 5 tool guy. He strikes out a lot, but he also has a good eye at the plate, which kind of makes up for it a little bit. And when he does connect with the ball, he hits it hard, and he runs fast, and he has a good arm. So yeah, I'm pretty high on him. I am gonna have to give him
1: a four or a five.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm right up there uh, at a four or five. I think he's, this guy's the truth. I, when I first saw him, like I said, he wasn't on my radar. So I, my, the first time I saw him was, um, during the Cardinals series. And I thought, I thought he was like a free agent signing. I thought he was, a at least, you know, like a three or four year veteran at this mm. point. um, yeah he looks super ready for the big leagues i think yeah i think he's a stud for sure i think he yeah. keeps it up
1: yeah i agree all
0: right moving on to the last two players uh the relievers of the month uh first one felix bautista um i'd go four. i think he'll keep it up he's always been a strikeout guy um mm-hmm. doesn't give up too many hits um and, yeah, if he can keep up, keep up that whiff rate, um, I think he'll do pretty well.
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you with the four. Um, like you said, he's always been a strikeout guy, but he's just been the best version of that uh, so far this year. Like with, I think you said his strikeout percentage was 47, if I heard that correctly. His
1: whiff rate. but uh, his. Yeah. i have to check on that. Yeah, but yeah,
2: I think like I said, six foot eight, two hundred and eighty-five in the ninth inning to close out the game for the Orioles, I think you're in a great position. Uh very, very good, very hard thrower. I'm not I don't know too much about him, but he's still twenty seven. I think this is his second season, so yeah, I'm based on what I'm seeing, I'm pretty, pretty uh Pretty sure he'll keep it up.
1: Yeah, he's got a 43% strikeout. Whoa. Yeah, still great. Um, yeah, I'm riding the uh, the the Orioles wave
3: here. I, um, I really love what they're doing up there, and I think Felix stays uh stays hot with you guys at that yeah, four.
2: Six foot eight, two eighty five. He's bigger than LeBron. Yeah, that's like that's imposing. Yeah, that can't be nice. Yeah, it can't be.
0: And lastly, moving on to Josh Hader. Um, honestly, now that he's not, uh, in the same division as the Cardinals, um, I'd I'd give him a four and a half, five. Um, I'd love to see him keep it up. Um, especially because he is just top three when he is himself um so i'd I'd give him a five honestly first five i'd give to anybody josh Hader, just to i just hope he bounces back from last season and shuts a lot of people up yeah yeah i think the bouquet
2: for his uh his flowers isn't as nice as Clayton kershaw's for me but i'm still gonna give him a 4.5 you know one of the best relievers in baseball i've seen it firsthand i've been to many games where he's struck out a lot of cardinals to end the game and obviously seen it for a while with the division rivals and the brewers um yeah we know we know what he is he's shown us for a while and a lot of guys think that hey maybe he's done for or stuff like that but for him to bounce back and be on that exciting padres team and be their closer I think that's good man so yeah I'm gonna have to give him a 4.5 honestly maybe a 5 but
1: yeah 4.5 yeah
3: I'm I'm high on Josh Hader obviously like we talked about we've known that Josh Hader's been that guy for a long time so um you know I think if we if he's you know showing that he kind of can discard last season and just kind of chalk that up to be in the flu season. I think he's five. I think he's easily probably the best closer in baseball. So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, man. Well, um, we have uh, ran out of time, um, so we would have to wrap it, wrap it up here. Um, there were some players we wanted to talk about, but we might just have to leave it for next episode. Um, yeah. So you guys stay tuned for that um thank you again for uh listening in on our episodes every week uh sorry about last week again um yeah hopefully it won't happen again uh, probably won't happen again uh it's just busy time of the year uh yeah. so yeah thank you for watching um watching for listening um and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys on Friday as well for the second episode of the week.
2: Double episode this week, man. Sure.
0: Yeah. Well, have a good one. Thank you guys for joining me again. Um, yeah. So. Of course. Yeah. We'll see you guys on Friday.